My name is Katie Delbau. I am your host. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for spending time with me every week, or maybe you're new and welcome. This is my podcast where I interview interesting people and have long, deep conversations with them and then share them with you to open up the conversation to even more people. It's my favorite thing I've ever done. And this week's episode is cool, but it's also really different because the guest is Angie Cho who has been a guest before on the podcast, but this week she's not really a guest. She's actually the host because this is a swap cast that we did for her podcast, the Holistic Spaces podcast that she hosts, and my podcast. And Angie, you can go back and listen to my episode with her from several years ago. I met her through our mutual friend, Sasha Jones, who has also been a podcast guest and a podcast host of this podcast. She hosted the recent birthday episode of mine where she interviewed me, and she's one of my really good friends who lives here in the East Village in New York City, and I love her for many reasons, and one of them is that she introduced me to Angie. Angie is a licensed architect. She's a feng shui consultant, an interior designer, and she's the founder of the Holistic Spaces blog and podcast and an online store where she sells really cool things that I have many of, like her crystals and mirrors and and things for your space, which we talk about in this episode. I love Angie. She's become one of my best friends here in the city, actually, so far since I've been here. We've been going to a weekly meditation at the Rubin Museum together and I love her. She had me over to her house to record this episode with my boyfriend Nick when I was first moving into my apartment and let me back up a minute. This is what happened. So Angie is great at feng shuiing spaces. She's also a great architect, interior designer, but she, ever since she came on my podcast back in, I think, 2014, like I said, we kept in touch, and something that she did for me, which was so kind of her, was she would Skype with me in my apartments. I had moved to two apartments in that time, and she told me where to put my furniture, how to organize my space, my office, my bedroom, to make it the best for me. And she is just such a knowledgeable light of a human being. And it really did make a difference, these shifts that she told me to make that were really pretty simple. And she has a book of these, 108 of them actually. And I always give that book out as a housewarming present to people whenever I'm going over to a housewarming party or I don't do that that often. I think that's happened like once. But whenever I know someone who's moved to a new space and I'm coming to see their new space, I get on Amazon, I order a copy of Angie's book, and I give give it to them. And it's always a hit. So I recommend that. I recommend you check her out. And anyway, so for the last two apartments, she came, she didn't come over. She came over because I was in Michigan, but she came over on my computer and I walked her around and she told me what to do about my space. But here in New York City, since she lives here as well, I was moving into this new space, having a new roommate, feeling pretty overwhelmed. 
and I text Angie and I'm just like, I explain the situation. I'm like, Hey, I'm moving. Can you help me? She's like, yeah, I'll help you. Also, could we record it for my podcast as a feng shui consultation, which is what she does live on her podcast. So I was like, of course, that sounds amazing. I'm that weird person that likes to record most of my conversations. So sure. Why not? And I am so grateful that I did. She really helped me figure out how to make this space what it is. And it's not perfect yet by any means, but as soon as I get it in a spot where I really like it, I'm going to take photos or have Nick take photos of the apartment of my room and I'll share them on Instagram and elsewhere so you can see if you want. Anyway, so that's what you're going to hear. You're going to hear Angie doing a feng shui consultation with me and Nick is also there. We went over to her house. Her dogs are sitting in our laps and we're just cooling off from the heat, drinking water, and she's asking me questions about my life, my move to New York, and we talk a lot about space and why it's so important. And I it was pretty interesting for me to listen to and I hope it is for you. Again, this if you're new, this is not a normal episode. It is not usually so much about me, your host. It's way more about the other person, but this is a different thing. I've had on an astrologer before where they've read my chart and a psychic who did a psychic reading on me, and now I'm getting a feng shui consultation. So anyway, these are just fun things I thought that I would share. If it's not for you, go back and listen to the episode when Angie is not in the hot seat and you might like that better. This is a lot of me, so that's your warning. Anyway, all right, let's get into the episode. I think you will really enjoy it. And like I said, go check out Angie's work, her podcast. She's really fantastic. Thank you so much to the sponsors of this episode for making it possible. Nudu is a skincare brand that I love. They use really great natural ingredients, which you can feel on your skin. They have personalized skincare for whatever kind of skin type you have. I love it. My assistant Amanda loves it. And if you want to get 20% off your order, you can because you're a listener of the, this podcast. So thank you so much, Nudu. That's N-U-D-U.com. I love the natural beauty system. I love the eye cream. And you can get a 60-day, 100% money-back guarantee. So you literally have nothing to lose. And make sure you use the code Let It Out. Let It Out, that's the name of this podcast, for 20% off your order just for you, the listeners of this podcast. Thank you, Nudu. Okay, the other podcast sponsor is FreshBooks. Maybe you've heard of FreshBooks. Maybe you haven't. FreshBooks is great. They are an online cloud accounting platform which helps you to organize your finances. You're probably juggling a million things. I know that I am. And keeping on top of my finances creates more room for abundance. However, I always forget to do it, but FreshBooks really, really helps me. It's great for tax season. It's great in general for tracking your business expenses, your finances, making payments super simple and easy for anyone who's a small business or a freelancer. And it's really great and can make you look really legit. You can even personalize the colors, add in your logo. It's great for invoices. And I really just think that you should try it. (laughs) I love it and I think you should try it. The presentation and how you present yourself to your clients via invoices is, is really important, you know? And I love it. So 
You can do credit card payments and invoices with a click of a button. Payments grow directly into my account. They arrive in a couple days. It's great for tracking. The support is fantastic. If you call them, you're going to talk to a real person. There's never a wait and it's great. I love it so much. Easy reports, P&Ls, just stuff that, you know what? I don't really understand that well and I don't love, but FreshBooks makes me actually kind of enjoy it because it makes me feel like a boss and makes me feel very legit. So you might as well just try it because here's the thing, you guys. You can get a 30-day unrestricted free trial. That's a complimentary trial. That means you don't have to pay for it all. When you go to freshbooks.com slash let it out and enter let it out in the how did you hear about us section. So that's freshbooks.com slash let it out and enter let it out in the how did you hear about us section. Again, I love you guys. Again, thank you FreshBooks. Thank you Nudu. Check them out. And the code for that, for both of them, is let it out. That's the name of this podcast, yes. It's also the name of my book. So if you're new to this podcast, I wrote a book. It came out in 2016. It's 55 journaling exercises, journaling prompts to guide you into these areas of your mind that you might not normally explore. It's on Amazon. It's at Barnes & Noble. It's been out for a while now, but Anyway, I just thought I'd mention it in case you're a new listener and maybe didn't know that I wrote a book and it's something I'm pretty proud of. So check out the book, check out the sponsors and enjoy this episode. I'll talk to you guys at the end. I'll let you know who's coming up next week and I have actually a pretty cool big announcement. So I'll let you know that and then I always give an emoji, a secret emoji at the end of the episode and that is for you to tweet at me, at the guest as well comment on our Instagram just to let us know that you're still listening to the ramblings at the end of the podcast. Okay. Enjoy my consultation with Angie. I'll talk to you guys later. So in this episode, my friend Katie Dalebout, she just moved to New York actually, and she's the founder of the Let It Out podcast, which used to be Wellness Wonderland. And she also wrote a book called Let It Out that's published by Hay House. And she's really a wonderfully enthusiastic, bubbly, effervescent person. And she has a wonderful podcast. You should definitely check it out. And um, so anyway, she moved here to New York and we thought it would be super fun to do a podcast and a collaborative one because she's also going to be posting this on her um, podcast and I'll be posting it on mine and we'll do it at the same time. So it's a Let It Out Holistic Spaces collaboration. So since Katie just moved to New York, we took some time to look at the feng shui of her new apartment. So I think it'll be super insightful. You'll learn more about Katie. And I think we're going to have a follow-up to later on. We haven't done it yet. And it was also great to meet her boyfriend. He was there as well. So I hope this is enlightening and educational and you really get something from this. Hi, Katie. Hi, Angie. Thank you so much. Welcome to New York. I'm so Thank ex- you. I'm so excited to have you here. I'm so excited to be here and specifically here with you. Like when you said that you would do this with me earlier this week, I was like feeling kind of stressed about moving and feeling like, I don't know if I made the right choice in the apartment, all the things. And as soon as you were like, oh yeah, I'll help you. It's going to be fine. I felt so cozy and so taken care of and like, so not feeling alone being here in the big city. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. And I think it's going to be really fun for our listeners to, one, hear about um, your life more personally from a feng shui perspective, 
and to listen to a, a consultation as we go through it as best we yeah. can, you know. I'm really excited about that too. And I think like my listeners have heard you on my podcast maybe or like if they're new to the podcast haven't heard that episode because we recorded it a while ago and I'm so into feng shui and spaces are so important to me and like when we met I just connected with you so much that I'm really excited for them to hear what a feng shui consultation actually is and through the lens of my life reality Mm -hmm. tv style I think this is like very (laughs) exciting (laughs) it's totally reality tv style yeah um and I think also it'll be really fun for you because um we did we did work on your last apartment but it was Two apartments Not, we've worked on. Did we? Yeah, my first okay. space oh. and then the second one. Yes, and then but this one is like going to be like a full on thing where even off off the interview we're going to kind of look at what kind of furniture you can buy in the yeah. space, and then we'll we'll do some kind of follow up maybe afterwards. Yeah, I'm excited. Cool. Okay, so let's give everyone um, an overview. So one, I'll talk about what steps we'll do during the consultation and then um, and then I'll ask you a bunch of questions. So okay. for everyone including you, the overview mm-hmm. is we'll first we'll just talk about what issues are going on in your life, um, what's surrounding this move, what's surrounding this new space and what your wishes are. And then I'll ask you more questions about what you want to work on and what your wishes are to kind of pinpoint and to focus on what areas of feng shui we can look at to support those and to help those areas in your life grow. And then we'll look at the room and we'll post the floor plan online so people can see. And we'll talk about like why we're positioning some things where and how that helps you in your life specifically. Perfect. Okay. All right. I'm excited. This is like my favorite thing to do. So, and it's fun because it's kind of like a Katie interview for Mm -hmm. once. Like, you've done an, you've had someone interview you before, right? Sasha interviewed me once. Oh, that's right. But there were, everyone really liked that episode because I think because I'm usually the one interviewing, it's kind Mm -hmm. of nice to see more about me. So this, I think, will be interesting and good. It's kind of like a follow-up to that because that was, I'm about to move to New York and then now I'm here. So it's, this is cool. Mm -hmm. Okay, so why don't we first start with what inspired the move and, and what your aspirations are for being here? Okay, so ever since I was a kid, my uncle lived in Manhattan and I came here to visit for the first time in third grade and I was just always kind of enamored with New York. I thought it was the greatest city and I was really excited by it and I just was kind of fascinated with it. And always as a child was like, I hope one day I live in New York. It was just kind of a wish I had. I rem- This is weird, but I'd never, I've never said this out loud, but I would wish every year for my birthday to live in New York when I grew up. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I can say it out loud now because it came true. <laughs> but I would wish that, and then all my passwords, this maybe I shouldn't be saying because some of them, well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Most of them aren't. But my passwords would be New York for a lot of things. And with, you know, other characters, so don't worry. It's secure. But that was, like, one thing that I just would always do. And and Nick, my boyfriend, came to my childhood bedroom, and I had, like, all of these, like, a Broadway sign and, like, a Big Apple, just, like, stuff over the years that my uncle had given me. So I was just always kind of enamored by it. But I forgot about it as I grew up because I didn't really have an opportunity to come here. I didn't – 
move away. I went to college in the exact same, I grew up in a college town and I went to college in a college town that I grew up in, in Michigan. And I'd never lived outside of the Midwest, outside of Michigan. And I moved away about an hour and a half away from where I grew up, which I liked and I loved where I was. And I loved Detroit where I was living and it was great, but I still felt like I wanted to leave Michigan and live further away from where I grew up. That was just important to me and something I'd wanted to do for a really long time. And I kind of ruled out New York as even an option because it didn't seem like a financially smart choice. But then I had a career opportunity to come here and or an opportunity where I could keep my same career and come here and I just took it. I, I thought it would be fun. I thought it would be interesting. I keep saying, I'll learn something. I'll, it's a good life episode. Like I'll, it will help me in many ways. I love, the thing I love most about New York is being able to walk everywhere. I, I love that. I love all the choices and how much I can see. And it feels so different from where I grew up here and I, in this way that I, I really enjoy. And I think every day here has felt... I've only been here less than a month and every day here has felt honestly really magical. Like there's just a weird magical thing that happens. Like I was in a coffee shop and then this Wall Street Journal photographer interviewed me that like that wasn't going to happen where I grew up, you know? And just like a, a funny thing I'll see on the street or every day here has just been really interesting. And it hasn't all been super easy, but it all really has felt magical. And I just like it. It's also summer, so I'm a little bit like nervous about when it gets cold, but it just... But it's, it's cold in Detroit, That's too. true, but in Detroit, like, I get into my warm car from my warm apartment, and then I go into the warm place I'm going, where here, there isn't that. Oh. There's more walking and... Yeah, no miniskirts yeah. in the winter. Yeah. Lots of layers. Well, I think New York is going to be a great place for you, because you're such a go-getter, and that's New York, and there's so much high... There's a lot of energy here and there's a lot of people doing amazing things and people are setting trends here and that's what you do. So, you you know, you're going from a small pond to a big pond with a lot of amazing people around you. Thank you. And I I already feel that. Like, just what I was saying to you earlier before we started recording, like, I'm I'm able to do this. I'm able to record things in person. Mm -hmm. I did everything for... I've been doing my podcast for, like, five years and I did it all for my little apartment over Skype and I've since I've been here I haven't recorded anything over Skype I've done everything in person I've just been going to more things I've been saying yes to more things and it just feels good like it feels like where I'm supposed to be right now you're expanding your opportunities yeah okay so um so that's one of your wishes then really to really to get something different out of being in New York to expand your opportunities to to what else so tell me like what other things what other wishes you have for yourself that's a really good question I haven't really thought about that too much but I I think what's coming to mind is I know it's stretching myself I think I was very comfortable where I was and this Mm -hmm. is I don't want to say it's uncomfortable because I don't think growth has to be uncomfortable I think sometimes it can be but it's stretching me it's making me you know, I, I'm not great with directions and I'm having to learn how to navigate New York City and navigate the subway. And, you know, I, it was very cleansing moving here. Like, I, I have hardly any things. I got rid of most of everything I own. Like as of right now, I have no furniture. I am really figuring out what I need and how to be in a space that 
this, this city is about being out, not as much being in my space. And I spent a lot of time inward. And I think my years here in New York will be outward years where I'm out and doing things and going to things. That, that's what I want for them. That's kind of my, my big wish is to like learn about myself, be mm-hmm. inspired, be inspired by the city and the people here and create content, whatever that is, create art, like be creative with whatever it is that can inspire me by being here. I can't imagine you being more inspired and more creative than you already are. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, this this might be a good thing for you to know. And and Nick, my boyfriend, is here. Laughing movie, you hear it. But I say this all the time, and you know what I'm going to say. But for the past several podcast episodes, I've been saying and asking the people I have on about mm-hmm. this, if they've ever felt this way, because I can feel like a master of none, because I do a lot, <laughs> but I feel like I don't do any of it all that well. Like, I'm, you know, I wrote, a, I write, I wrote a book, I do a podcast, I do a bunch of things, but I feel like sometimes I'm stretched so thin that I, I'm not putting 100% of my effort into one thing. I'm putting like 40% of my effort into a lot of things. So mm-hmm. that's something maybe, and I think I've talk to you about that even with the feng shui consultations we've done in the past like it maybe has come up but like that's just something that is constantly in the back of my mind if I should hone in in one area but I think that's just not really my personality like I don't think I'm meant to do that I think Mm -hmm. I am kind of a dabbler and I'm just becoming okay with that but I think that is something that like being here in New York I want to focus on the podcast and I want to build that I want to focus on what is working in my life and that right now is the podcast. Okay. So, um, so what I'm hearing is that by being here in New York, you really, um, want to grow and you want to be out more. So you want to, so that, that, um, connects with the fame and recognition area, the feng shui map. So, and it relates to fire, which relates to passion and inspiration and, and creativity, and I think that's something you really want to work on. So you want to really cultivate that area, which is related to fire, cool and fire energy, and it relates to summer too. But being out in the world and being instead of staying inside, it's mm-hmm. just being really out. And that's also what New York's about. Like we have such small apartments, we got to be yeah out in the world more. And also, you know, New York really sets the stage and the trends and the tone for everything else. And and you can really make a big influence here. So I think that's great. So we'll work yeah. on maybe that area, the fame and recognition area. Because you're already pretty well-known and recognized, but you can always grow that. And um, I remember your... What's your... Your zodiac is your horse? Taurus. Oh, yeah, oh, horse. Chinese zodiac. Mm-hmm. And then your... Um, and that's also related to fire, actually. Oh, um, the horse is related to the fire. That's and interesting because then... I'm always cold. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you're burning yourself out. Maybe. Ma- oh, maybe. <laughs> but your your um and your numerology is water. Remember, it was a one. Yeah. So then, I have to do the math to figure out what year you're in. So, because I'm a six and I'm in one. So. Seven, eight, nine, one. So one, two, three, four. Two, three, four, five, seven, eight, nine. 
Okay, so you're five. So you're in a year of transition, actually. Oh, I think you, well, I don't know sense. if you remember when we talked a few years ago, I told you that. Yeah, yeah, that, yes, I do. So this is a year of transition for you. You're um, in a place where you have to really reinvent yourself Ooh. and kind of look at what's happening, what's been going on in your life and what you need to let go of and what you need to yes. focus on and cultivate. And it's kind of like, like you said, it's you're stretching yourself this year and... I like how you said it doesn't have to be painful, but it is a kind of pain. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be a negative thing. It can there can be a lot of growth from it, and you can look at it as a way to um, really expand yourself and learn from it, and and like you said, grow from it rather mm -hmm. than it detracting from anything. You're not losing anything. You're gaining. Yeah. Oh, that feels so comforting and good to hear because. Yeah, I mean, there's so much of this that, like, that is what I want. That truly is what I want. I think I'm actually healthiest and happiest when I'm out and engaging and interacting in the world and in community and with around people and meeting mm -hmm. people. But I have to really push myself, actually, to do that because I tend to be naturally a homebody. Like, I want to stay in. I want to just, like, be with, like, myself or one other person. I'm an only child. I'm very good at being on my own. It's almost hard for me to, like, really let people in until I do and then they're, like, mm -hmm. in. Um, and so it's something that even when you were saying that, like, oh, New York, it's all about being out in the world and we have small apartments, part of me was, like, clenching up of like oh but I like to stay in and be cozy and so I think it'll be like a balance of charging myself up with some introvert time and that's why my space is really important so I can do that there mm -hmm. it's like a little oasis within the madness mm -hmm. and then be charged up and like energized to be out in the world and mm -hmm. do the things I want to do yeah I think that's really important well that's what I do too when I work with people and I think especially being mostly in New York because we have such small spaces and we're mm. out all the time, it's that's why it's ever so more important that your home really is supportive and relaxing. Be and that's why people in New York really want relaxing homes mm -hmm. because it's so crazy outside. And then yeah. you want to come home to a place that can be nourishing and supportive and really allow you to have your, your space and your internal space. So mm -hmm. we'll work on that too. Um, let's see. Is there anything else you want to focus on any other wishes uh yeah I mean you mentioned this on the walk over some of the different areas to focus on in mm -hmm. life of like career or money or physical health and one thing that I haven't like vocal I haven't vocalized this or said it out loud but I guess it's been swirling around in my head is the fact of like sometimes I can be so controlling of it's a I don't know if it's a character flaw or just a characteristic of myself, but I, and you know, in the past I've used it like in really negative ways, but I try to control all these areas of my life. And I think with New York, so much is uncontrollable. Mm -hmm. And even with like transportation is a good example. Like that's super uncontrollable here where, where I live, you know, you get in your car and it's basically the same no matter what. And the thing here that I think that will be good for me. I think the I can be someone who's like very indecisive. I can be someone who's, you know, trying to control and like live in this very controlled way, especially with like food and body and exercise. And mm -hmm. I think all of that is kind of complicated here. And I think that is really healthy for me actually, even though it scares me of like, 
I felt like I was really, I had finally gotten into like a really good, healthy place with all of that where I was. But here, I'm hoping to be able to keep that same level of health with all of that here. And I think my home life is really important for that, of like having this place where I know I feel safe and I can live the way I want to live and eat the way I want to eat and like be able to go to the places I want to go. And that was one, one of the big reasons of like why I chose the place I chose was to keep the cost in a, in a place where I had the money to actually experience the city and also experience the wellness things that I like experiencing, you know, whether that's exercise classes or, you know, the food that I want to eat that can be expensive. So that was one of the things that I wanted to keep the overhead as low as possible so I could experience. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Well, one thing that I, that I see when you talk about control is that maybe you want to have a bit more flexibility, Mm -hmm. right? And to be able to adapt. Yes. To the situation, to be better at that new situation. Mm -hmm. But also you see that in New York, um, you'll need to be more flexible and things aren't going to be as convenient. Yeah. The quality of life is a little bit different. Yeah. But there's, there's, you know, you get something for that. You get a lot more culture here. Yeah. But, uh, so flexibility, that's actually related to the wood element, actually. So, like, um, one way that we could cultivate more flexibility, which is something I know you already want, is to have some plants. So plants, the green houseplants can create more love, more flexibility, more life energy, but really it teaches a lot of flexibility in a really um, literal way. Like you have to take care of the plants Mm -hmm. and you can't um, force something on a plant, right? Mm -hmm. You have to be really flexible and adapt to what they need. But um, just the presence of plants creates more flexibility and more growth so maybe we'll we'll do that add like cool. strategically add some plants to your space yes and I love plants so okay. that's exciting and then um so there's flexibility that you need but you also want to take care of yourself right mm-hmm. so that's nourish self-nourishment so you want to take care of yourself by being more flexible mm-hmm. okay so Earth, so earth is um, related to self, self-nourishment self or self-care. So. Cool. But you're pretty good at that, I think, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. All right. Um, anything else? No, I think, I guess the biggest other thing is just, this isn't related to a specific area, but just I am so spatially oriented. Like, I'm just someone who really it's important for me that the space feels like mine. It's mm-hmm. so, I, I don't know, I guess that's a question I have for you. Like, is that, I don't think everyone is like that. Like, is it, are people more inclined to be susceptible to being like affected by the spaces that they're in and other people just like don't really notice it? Like, I guess I'm just curious about, I'm like interviewing you now. Um, I think most people that I work with are really affected by their spaces mm-hmm. and that's probably why they come to me. Right. I'm sure there's people who are, there's some people that are like, oh, I don't have to have a nice home. I can mm-hmm. just like stay at a hotel and yeah. not have a place and be a nomad. But I think for the most part, the people that I encounter, it, the home is really, really right. important. Because one, maybe they didn't have a stable home growing up. Or it's just like having a place that you can call your own, a place that you can 
have control of it. Like, yeah. Like your pen is where you left it. Right. And a place where you feel safe, a place that has your energy of space that you created for yourself and that you can feel comfortable. Like, for instance, we were at your, yeah. your apartment earlier and it was really uncomfortable because we thought it was going to be ready for you, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. So even just like having not it not being ready for you there's construction going on everything was like out of place there was stuff in the hallway like it was a mess it was a mess (laughs) and and I think for all you know for you me and Nick it was really uncomfortable right yeah so it really affected us and then we were like standing in the hallway we didn't want to like say we didn't want to we didn't know like we didn't have anywhere to put our stuff down we couldn't yeah it was a mess it was a mess so so I totally think that your space really your environment really affects you yeah yeah and I think it's even more important for you because you're not just sleeping here you're going to be working here too right so that's the challenge so we're looking at this room which is a good size for New York and it has good light and that's really important and then we're gonna look at how to create like your sleep space and a workspace and and be able to create a little bit of separation, but also make it a space that you'll feel really comfortable and it has good flow and um, mm-hmm. will be able to support you and has good feng shui. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So I guess I'm we excited. can just dive into it. Okay. So we're going to post um, the floor plan, a better, I'm going to drop a be- better version of this <laughs> that we can put up on the podcast website on yours and mine, but um so the first, actually, the first thing I noticed was that before I got there, so I biked up to the apartment building, and I noticed that there was a church next door, a couple doors away. And what did Nick say it was? What kind of church was it? Uh, Croatian? It like a Croatian Christian church. Okay. Ooh, <laughs> and so in Feng Shui, actually, if you have a church... Or even like um, a playground or a cemetery nearby. It's actually a very yin space. So yin and yang. Yang is like life affirming. Like yang is like the sun. Yang is very bright. Yang is um, a lot of powerful energy. Like noon. Mm -hmm. Whereas yin is like without life so it's like the moon it's like midnight it's dark it's cold it's receding so the reason why it's a yin space is that it's not because there's anything bad about it being a church or anything negative it's just that it's not occupied all the time not like a home Mm -hmm. and it's occupied at different times not the same time so like at night it's an empty space Mm -hmm. so it it attracts different energies so um what we'll do is when you move into the space We'll do a blessing on your, your room to kind of, one, to clear any energy from the previous occupant and to create like a f- clean slate so it's um, a positive space that's going to have your energy, which is really cool. important. And then also to, we're going to do something called sealing the doors. So we'll seal like your windows and doors. So any kind of that yin energy will not be able to come into your room. And Amazing. also any other, like, negative energies can enter your room. So cool. we'll do that separately. And then the second thing I noticed is when we walked in, well, the, so the neighborhood is good. It's very vibrant. That's positive. There's mm-hmm. trees. There, so there's good life energy in that sense. And then um, the 
building is well kept. Like the hallways were clean, so that's good. And then we the apartment's clean. The only thing is, like, as soon as we walked into your bedroom, the door opens one the wrong way, and we couldn't even open it all the way. We could only open it like what, like fifty degrees? Yeah, yeah, or sixty degrees because it hit the floor. Hit the floor, right? So. Right. Nick examined it, and it looked like, I think the, it's kind of falling off the hinges a little bit, and it's really heavy, and so we gave Nick some homework. He's going to try to fix the door. Yeah, I have to peel the bottom of the door so it doesn't scrape the floor anymore, right? Isn't that yes. what we said? Yeah. Yes. Because it's blocking my... So your, your, the door to your bedroom especially. So the bedroom is really important. One, in this case, it's your room mm-hmm. in, in someone else's apartment. You're in yeah. a shared situation. But it rep- so it really represents how the energy comes to you personally, how your opportunities come to you, how energy, how, um, relation, how you'll meet people, like all this, how the good energy is going to come to you, all comes through that door. Oh and the goodness. fact that you can't open the door all the way. It's a lot of things. Oh, no. Yeah. So, like, I mean, we literally have to, you literally have to come into the door. And think about it, every day you're going to go home, you're like, yeah. oh, I know. You're like, right. I can't open the door all the way. I can't get my stuff through. Yes. Like, oh, so he's scraping the it floor. Makes a weird sound. Yeah. yeah. So, it, in, uh, over time, it's like, you'll get used to it, but it's like, it's just like another block every day that you're encountering. Yeah. And it's the first thing that you encounter before you enter your space. So it really, it it starts to wear you down. Yeah. So I think it's really important that we fix that door. Okay. And Can we hire someone to do that? Yeah, you can hire someone to do it. You really can? I think so. Oh, you're the best. I don't know. I don't have any tools. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm clear. (laughs) Okay. So, um, so that's really important. And, I know it, and it opens the wrong way. It should really open into your space, but that's, I think it'll be okay. My last door was like that too. Okay. Well, because like the thing is when, it's not as easy for the energy to come in, but we can't easily, re- it's not easy to rehang the door. Oh, no, my way. other one wasn't. Never mind. <laughs> so just know that, um, okay. that it's going to be a little bit more challenging, but I think we have to, you know, you're going to work really hard to bring, to, attract energy to you in general, but I think we really got to work on the door. So we got to fix the door so it can open all the way. And no okay. matter what you do, don't, don't like start piling stuff on back of the, the back of the door so you can't open it. A lot of times I go into people's homes and they have so much stuff in back of their door that they, they can't go into it. So like every day you're just like, oh, I have to go in sideways yeah. to my door. The door is hard to open. Like there's a lot yeah. of layers of subconscious, um, Blocks that you, that Mm. get, um, blocked. Yeah. They get blocked for you by just your front door and this is your front door. So, um, so I think that's really important and I didn't, I was so caught up with the door hitting the floor that I didn't notice if it creaked or anything, but if it creaks, you should definitely oil it because it's another thing like a squeaky door after time that crying noise affects you day after day after day and it starts wearing you down and it affects your your happiness and yeah. your comfort level. And someone is always hearing me like leave and mm-hmm. come in and it could I could feel like that's annoying to someone else and then that, I could just feel me taking that on. Although there is something that, well, let, let me know if you think this is, Good or not. Well, actually, I was going to say maybe you put a chime on your door, but I don't know if you need it. Because it's squeaking? 
Well, no, not because it's squeaking. So you can be... So you would know if someone was opening your door. Right. So it it allows you to feel more safe. That makes sense. But is it going to bother you if you... if? But then every time you open the door, your roommate will hear you. That's okay. Okay. She's on the opposite end. She's, like, way on the opposite end of the apartment. Yeah. So that would be okay. Okay. So that's something we do, too, because the door is opening um, not into the room but out of the room. So Mm -hmm. I think that's a good way to do it. So you can get, get like, a bell or something. Okay. And another big issue that came up with this room is that when we came in, your roommate was telling us how there's actually a window that's been blocked up in the closet that they were re-bricking. Yeah. Okay, so so windows represent the eyes of the inhabitants and also the mouth of, like, the voice of the children in the home. So there's no children in the home, but but it's something to think about because it can mean that there's, like, an inner voice that's been cut off. Okay. Or it could mean that um, you're not seeing clearly. So, for instance, like you always want to keep your windows clean to, so you can see things around you clearly, that your eyes are open to the world. So the fact that there's a window that was blocked up means, and it's in the closet, so it's something that's hidden. Mm. So what we could do is um, when we go there, we can set up some mirrors to kind of, on the inside of that closet to, and we can energetically open it back up again. Cool. But like one of my teachers actually has a story where, I can't remember exactly, but something like she found out like all these windows were blocked up in the home and it turned out like it was like a home where like children were being like abused and and it was, and that's what it, but what it represents is like the voice of children being cut off. So, and it could mean like you're something, some like, Inner being child, this, your inner child, yeah. yeah, and also that what you're what you're seeing, you're not seeing things clearly in the world, yeah. or people can't clearly see you. Ooh. So I think we should definitely work on that. Can I mention something about the closet that I think is relevant? Yes, I will have to be sharing part of that with the roommate. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So half of that closet, not half, like part of it, will be mm-hmm. her winter coats. Okay. So. That'll be okay. We can work okay. on that. But um, we still have to, you know, address the window. Okay. Okay. And, um, okay, so another thing I noticed, and I, I think by the time the podcast comes up, we'll have, like, some kind of good solution for this. Mm-hmm. Or we'll figure it out right now. Um, so you can't really have your bed in command in the generic command position. So the command position, I don't know if Nick knows, is basically... I think and, I told you about this a little bit. Like where the mafia guy wants to sit. Mm-hmm. Oh. Andrew just talked about this in my podcast. Let's for, just go over it again. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, please, for everyone. Okay. But also so for I was everyone. just excited because it's like my favorite thing yeah. you've taught me. <laughs> so you, so where, the, command, the commanding position governs where you want to locate yourself in relationship to the door of a room. So for instance, your bed, your desk, your stove are one of the most important things to position in this way, in the commanding position. Your desk represents your career. Your stove represents your wealth and how you nourish yourself in the world. And your bed represents you because you spend a lot of passive time sleeping. So you want to be, you want to place your bed such that when you're laying in bed, you can see the door, but you're not in line with the door. So you don't want to set it up. Like, so if we set up Katie's bed where, 
um, it makes the most sense right now, which is with the headboard on um, the doors. Uh, the door side of the, the left side, because I'm going to position it this way. Yeah. The okay. left side of the floor plan with the headboard over here, you're going to be right in line with the door. So actually that could lead to that energy coming in could lead to um, headaches, um, any kind of illness that where the the chi or the energy comes in. And it also energetically what it represents is that you're not um, you're not able to see what's coming to you, whether it's, it's um, opportunities or surprises, and you can be easily surprised. You're in a kind of dangerous position. And so the whole mafia boss thing is like, where would the mafia boss sit in a restaurant? And a lot of men are like this. I don't know if you're like this, but they don't want to sit at a restaurant with the back facing the door. I'm like this when I'm working from a coffee shop, when we're finding a place yeah. to sit in the... I'm very... The I always get the yeah. corner in the back ever since you taught me this. And I learned about it in a college class. This was like the thing that we... It's so important for me for some reason, like no matter where I am, but especially in my room, but even like where I go out to dinner, I always want that seat. Yeah. 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 But wow. you can't, you can't always both be in that seat. Right. No. Someone's got to have their back to like the rest of the restaurant. Yeah. yeah. But it's okay for me if it's like you, cause I know that like, as long as one of us has it, it's fine. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, that means Nick, cause you're letting Nick protect you. Yeah. So, because, like, for instance, a teacher, it's better for a teacher to be in the command position of a classroom and the students to not be in command because you don't want the students to control the class. You want the teacher to oh, control yeah. the class. So, actually, someone wrote an article recently. Yeah. Like, someone told, uh, sent me an article or um, quoted me in an article recently, uh-huh. but they took some liberties and they were like, <laughs> oh, like, is it okay if we write that, like... Um, like, a li- in the living room, we should make sure that everyone can be sitting in command and not facing, and facing the door. And I said, well, but it doesn't, I would never, I would never say that because not everyone can be in the in command. Right. There's got to be a hierarchy. There's a hierarchy in everything in nature. <laughs> like, not everyone can be, that would be weird if everyone was yeah, sitting and everyone facing the door. The door. Yeah. So I said, you know, somebody, some people are not going to be And in they'll command. be protected by but, the other people. Exactly. So it's okay to not always be in command. But, for instance, if you're, you want your bed to be in command or if you're doing, like, maybe you're at an important job interview, you would want to decide, do you want the person, the interviewer, to be in command mm. or do you, want, do you want them to feel like they're in control? Like, there's a lot of things. Like, my sister, for instance, is a psychiatrist, and she, um, she actually said for psychiatrists... You never want to be, oh, you never want to have the patient between you and the door because in case something happens, you want to be able to run out. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, so it's the opposite. But, but then maybe the, the patient feels like they're in control. Yeah. Which is probably good for but, them in front yeah. of the session. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Actually, but then some patients probably want to be close to the door so they can escape. So I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> in any case, so the bed, we so the bed um, easily fits on this side where you're not in command. So we could possibly do that. And we're probably going to take this off the podcast and really okay. get into this later. But um, if you did want to put your bed against this wall, we would have to set up a mirror so you could like a mirror probably here or something, so you could, it reflects the door. No, it would probably be here in this corner by the window. So you could see, when you're laying in bed, you could see the door. So that's a way to work on the situation okay. without putting your bed in command because you have a radiator over here. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one thing that's important. 
for you being in command. And then because you work from home, we also want your desk in command. So we don't, ideally, we don't want to have your back facing the door. So again, that means that you're not going to be able to see opportunities come to you. You can be surprised. And um, a lot of like, a lot of opportunities can pass you by. I don't want that. No. <laughs> so we'll find a way. So if we have to put your bed against, or your, your, your um, desk against the wall, we could set up a mirror so okay. you could see behind you. Okay. Okay. Cool. So we'll work on that. And then um, let's see. So we'll probably work on that separately but because it's harder to explain that on the podcast. But we'll definitely do that. Okay. And then... Um, and we'll have photos when it's all done for people to see. Okay. And then the fame and recognition. So... So if we lay the feng shui map on your bedroom, we're going to divide this into a three-by-three three three grid. This is the fame area of a bedroom. This is in your book. Yeah. So I think this is really important because this is one of the most important things you wanted to work on, being inspired, being um, out more in the world, and, and that's going to help your career. It's going to help your personal life and just help you stretch yourself. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and also maybe focus more and focus more on your podcast. So I'm wondering plants we'll have to do something. There. Plants would be really good actually. If we put there's that book where she had that bookshelf yeah. that I mm-hmm. could go there with plants on it maybe. That's a good idea because plants what plants do is they feed fire, right? Plant so a plant oh. is like wood. Right. And wood feeds the fire. So that's gonna that's a really great idea. Okay. So maybe and that's where it was actually. Yeah. So we could either do three, five or nine plants. Okay. And you can get those at nine. IKEA. Yeah. Yeah. Nine's a lot. But you can I'm get nine fine little with ones. Nine. I had like nine almost in my old room. I think I now have five because you Yeah, have I gave five. them to yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So maybe we should start with five and then I okay. could always upgrade to nine. Okay. I think five would be great. And what we could do is you can just pick five plants that you like. And then because I see that you actually need a lot of the five elements, we'll just maybe get a different you could either you know what could be fun? Like you can get either different color pots for each of the five element colors. Okay. The five element colors are white for metal. Um, yellow for earth, black for water, blue or green for wood, and red for fire. So you could either get... It's like a lot of color. I think it's too much color for me. Okay, so what you can do is get white, get all white pots, and then either put like a ribbon of each color on it or get like... Do you have nail polish in those colors or paints? Okay. You could just like put like a... Do a dot or do like little... Even a a Sharpie. Yeah, but make it pretty. Okay. So you like it. Okay. So, um, Can I ask a yeah. question? Uh-huh. What's the significance of three, five, and nine? Yeah. What is, what is that all about? So what th- happens if you do four plants? So, <laughs> so three... I just tried, I was like, okay, Angie yeah, says five. Gotta have five. Gotta have five. <laughs> so three represents um, new beginnings. So three is an auspicious number, and three represents new beginnings. It's like, like for instance, you have mother, son, child, or mother, mother, father, child, and so that's like a new beginning. It's like a family. Um, cause like one is just like a dot two is like, you go between the two dots. It's like, it's just going back and forth. It's like two dimensional and three is like where movement starts to happen. So three is new beginnings. Five represents the five elements, which is a balance. And then nine is a really auspicious number in feng shui where it represents transitions. It's like the last whole number 
right? There's nine spaces, and it's um, it's a number of transition, and it's auspicious. So cool. Cool. Yeah. So, so nine would be the best, but five is like okay. Right, because it's a small space. Yeah. It might be overwhelmed. It might be a jungle in there. With you don't want the plants, plants to take over. Yeah, we'll start with five, and I can also work up to nine. Yeah. You get, like, four additional tiny air plants. Yeah. True. Well, they should all kind of have something in common. So you could do the five air plants. Um, just do something that – or sorry, four air plants. Um we need to just tie them all together. Okay. In some way, like either putting so a red be ribbon. The same kind of plant? No. Like well, they don't have to be the same kind of plant, but I would tie them together with like either putting a red ribbon on each of them, or having the same pot on each for each of them, or like doing the colors, and we'll figure out what works best for you. Okay. Cool. Um, so I think that's really great. And then I wonder if is there anything that you have that really. Or do you have like a altar, or do you well, do any of that? Well, okay, so I have a furniture-wise, I have um, a trunk that mm-hmm. was not really furniture, but I have a trunk that I like keep things in. It used to be my mom's. That's like the only big item of thing I have, mm-hmm. and I'll have to figure out where to put that in the room. But that, and what does that represent? The trunk. It's where I put, like, all my, like, important things, basically, Mm -hmm. like, my passport and my checkbook and anything like that I put in there. And I also, like, on the back of it, I I used to have my vision board. I think it is still there. And so sometimes when it's open, like, that's there, just, Mm -hmm. like, important things I'll I'll put there. So that's, I don't know, it's kind of, like, an important thing. Okay. So we'll try to, maybe we can fit that there. And if not, I think this would be a great place, like, for a vision board or anything, too. Okay, in your, yeah, in your For things that are related to, like, being out in the world Photos more. Or, okay. Exactly. Cool. Like, maybe I have some people Polaroids. you want to meet, people you okay. want to connect with, like, you want to be in the New York Times, whatever. Put it all there. Okay. Sweet. Okay. I'll make a, a collage or something. Okay. And then the plants will also help with the flexibility. Okay. That you want. I'm so glad we're recording this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Normally, people would take notes. Yeah. Um, okay. And then, um, let's see. One th- other yeah. thing uh-huh. that is relevant and I know you're not going to like already. Okay, what? I, since I don't have that much storage space, I have the, those drawers for oh. under the bed. And I know under the bed <laughs> stuff isn't great. <laughs> Is there a way to is there a way to cleanse? Can I just sage that? I just don't know what else to do. Okay, so what do you um what what are you gonna store under your bed? Well, I don't know. I just know like probably some clothes because I'm not gonna have a full closet, and Mm -hmm. right now I'm okay, but I'm gonna have to put like my my summer things under there when it's winter, and my winter things under there when it's summer, Mm -hmm. and maybe just like a few other items that I don't need on like a daily basis, but I can like extra bags or whatever where I can't store them (laughs) somewhere else. (laughs) Well, okay, so all right, just to let the listeners know, ideally it's not good to have anything under your bed. One, because you want to have, like, the chi flow all around you when you're sleeping. It's more healthy. Um, So even, like, platform beds that are all the way to the floor are not good feng shui. Also, did that bed that she had, she didn't have a headboard, right? No. Okay, we'll talk about that. Okay. So, um, so, and you're also taking a used bed, so we'll have to talk about that, too. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) There's so many things. But, well, I can help you. Okay, okay. okay. Thank goodness. (laughs) Okay, so, under the bed. So... 
if you have to have things, and I understand people are low on space, so you have to have stuff. It's okay if you keep things like summer clothes. Ideally, you want to keep like soft things like blankets, pillows, linens, okay. towels, things like that. Nothing that's um, no guns, no <laughs> no uh, ex boyfriend things. Okay. Like nothing like emotionally charged or negative, because what when you're sleeping. Everything underneath you affects you. It's like um, you're, you're in this passive yin state. Yeah. And so you're absorbing everything. And to sleep over stuff like that every night, it just, like, affects you. And so it can create subconscious blocks and unconscious blocks in your life. So, And you're holding it really, really close to you. Like, think about how many hours you sleep in right. bed. And right. all that... All that energy is affecting you. And you're in this passive state where you're absorbing that energy even more so. So, um, so if you have to, I would say clothes are okay. I wouldn't put shoes because shoes are kind of a little active. Okay. Like shoes are about walking and moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so soft clothes. And then... Um, so summer clothes, totally fine. If you have to, yes. Okay. And if you have no choice. What about coats in the winter? Like for yeah, the, the I think if you have to, you can. Okay. I but, think I do. Okay. You, you lost that closet. So. Yeah. yeah. So don't, but don't keep, try not to keep shoes under there or anything okay. like, like books. Because it also depends. Like maybe you're, are you a, um, a heavy sleeper or? Very yeah. heavy sleeper. Okay. So that's good too. So people who are really um, sensitive to sleep may or can't sleep well, like the shoes are not a good idea because it's a lot of activity. Okay. But maybe it'll be okay for you. So try it out. Okay. But I wouldn't put anything like paperwork or okay, keep things that like in that. the trunk. Yeah, keep that somewhere else. All right, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, I'm a, like very heavy sleeper. I fall asleep in ten seconds flat. Stay asleep. Yeah. Mid conversation sometimes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's how my husband is too. Yeah. It's uh-huh. like as soon as the TV goes on in bed, he's like yep. out. <laughs> or anytime he's like horizontally out. Yeah. Um, okay, so, and then, okay, so you don't have a headboard. Are you going to maybe buy a headboard? Can you should buy one? I buy a headboard? Yeah, so you should <laughs> okay. because it represents stability and stability, stability in your relationship and it connects Ooh. both sides of the bed. So it's really important. All right. Wait, what's connected on the other side of the bed? Well, it connects both sides of the bed. When you like connect if the you're head- on one side of the bed, and oh, on the yeah. Other gotcha, side of the bed. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah, like the your side and her side of the bed. It can, it creates a connection. Like two headboards no. across from each other. <laughs> no, it can it creates stability in a, your relationship. We want stability in we our relationship and connection. <laughs> yeah, and we um, need a headboard. <laughs> yeah, and it it keeps you together. Oh, we guess we need a headboard. But, get a headboard. but no <laughs> headboard too. with no like headboard that like is like metal bars because that's like. Being in jail. jail. <laughs> okay, we don't want that. You want something sturdy, and it should be attached to the bed. Because sometimes okay. people put up like, oh, like something up against the wall, and it's not really connected to the bed. You really want it to connect the bed. How do we connect? This is a question for offline. We'll figure that. Well, out. Do you, you'd have to get like a new. Bed? Well, I think the no, bed, frame bed frame looks like one of those bed frames that comes with the mattress, so you can usually screw it on to the. Okay. We'll or maybe you just buy a bed frame. Okay, we'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. got this. We got it. Okay. And then, um, what was the other thing? Use oh, use bed. Okay. So what we'll do is we'll clear the bed when I go there. Sage? Um, no, I'm going to do a feng shui thing. Cool. So I'll do a, the orange. a thing. No, not even the orange. Oh, okay. Something else. Okay. <laughs> so well, maybe like, we can record that so people can hear yeah. natural yeah, sounds. It's, um, it's, like, it's called a nine-star clearing. So I do a pattern 
I'll do a pattern with this mudra on the Sweet. thing and clear the energy and I'll you, you do a path based on the bagua. Cool. Um, and we'll do that. We'll just do it on every furniture piece so Amazing. clear the energy. Unless, actually, I mean, she left. Well, you still want to clear the energy of the bed, but the person that um, left. left is actually has really good chi. Like, she's getting married, right? Mm-hmm. So when someone gets married, they actually have unlimited amounts of positive because it's a, especially on their wedding day. There's actually a feng shui take some cure. some of that chi. Yeah. I'll, I'll take some of your chi. Yeah, there's a feng shui cure, like, for people who want to get married to, like, go to a wedding and you catch do... Catch okay? <laughs> kind of. You, you catch their energy. So, like, oh. you give them... In a ceremonial way, you give them, like, a certain, like, nine objects certain objects to touch and then it gets imbued with that energy of that day that happy positive like energy because it's like boundless how much positive energy um is with you on your wedding day cool and so i people have i've been told that some people that really want to get married will like just you can do this you can go to city hall and just have like people as soon as they get married like touch <laughs> all this so thing yeah That's so, so funny yeah, so it's it has good energy, and we'll still clear the energy, but there'll still obviously be good energy there. Although she was there for six years, so yeah, so ups and downs. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, and then what else? So we'll just touch on one other thing, thing, and then we'll sign off. Um, let's see. So you wanted to hmm, focus on your podcast, have more flexibility. We talked about just the wood. focus in general, and that's something that. On my in my other space, mm-hmm. I was feeling this whole master of none situation. I remember that's why you told me to put the mirror. Yeah, above did my that head. help? Uh, You're like no. <laughs> well, I feel yeah. Actually, I feel less like a master of none now, or or I guess I'm just like this is how I am, and I'm gonna just embrace it. Yeah, because that was actually what I was gonna. That's the first thing that came to mind is to have you put the three inch round mirror above your um, desk when you're sitting there to focus yourself. Um, I think also you were in command of your space before you were in the right mm-hmm. position. Um, Bed and desk. Yeah. Another. Did we create? I think I'm thinking here actually though we might want to create a separation. Um, Some. I was thinking maybe you buy like one of those freestanding desks or no sorry freestanding um, shelves to kind of separate your bed from. The rest of the space, actually, to kind of, I don't know if we have enough room. We'll have to lay it out, okay? Because I think that might help too. Because it's not like um, some people actually like when they have like a studio space and they have their desk next to their bed, they have a really hard time focusing because they're always like, I could be getting sleeping. sleepy or whatever, or not want to yeah. focus on it. So having like a visual separation can help a lot too. So I think maybe we'll do that. Um, okay. But I really, the first thing that came to mind was that mirror, so we should do it again. Maybe we need, to, well, you know what I'll teach you, which I didn't really teach you before, is um, there's a special way to empower the object with cool. your intention, and we'll do that, and it'll make it more more effective for you. Cool. And then, let's see, what else? So your closet and the window is in your knowledge and your career area, so... I think it's really, I think there's a window over here where do you? Do you there. Okay. So the window is in knowledge. So yeah, I think it's really important that we adjust that because I there's need that. knowledge. Well, is that closed up window too? And, yeah. and your inner child is, some inner child is being shut up there, like yeah. closed off. 
And then it opened up and then it's been closed off again. Yeah. You know? It's very traumatic. It is. For my inner child. I know. So we don't want, we don't want to um, silence your inner child. Yeah. And then, and then your career, we don't want to have things hidden in your career. It's not that closets always represent things hidden, but I think that it can, um, it might be a thing for you. And also, especially if your roommate's going to take a portion of that. So. Yeah. So maybe we'll have to decide. I think maybe you should keep her stuff on this side. It's on that side. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On the knowledge side and not on the career side. Mm-hmm. We don't want to block your career. We want your stuff in the career. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I can spare a little knowledge. Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then, um, and then another important thing I think for you is just that we don't, that we, I think we should definitely have something in the middle of the room, whether it's like a rug or if we put a divider or something, because um, people have the tendency to put all their furniture around the perimeter and then the space inside is empty, and that often leads to earth imbalances. And earth is, if you remember, it relates to like self care. Yeah. So sometimes it's like people work so hard to take care of other people and they don't take care of themselves. So they're really empty in, inside and they're trying to fill up that space. And that's what that can represent, having like the center empty. Okay. Okay. So we're going to wrap up yeah. the podcast. Do you have, actually, do you have any questions? Or? I don't have any questions, but I feel like we should record like a little follow-up once it's done. Yeah. And because I feel like this is like a to be continued you know it is a to be continued which is very exciting yeah but I feel like if I was listening to this I'd be like what happens to the room is she okay yeah and How's then her knowledge and then yeah and Nick's is gonna take pictures okay <laughs> yeah yeah cool okay thank you so much Angie you're welcome this is amazing you're welcome guys so that's the episode with angie i hope you enjoyed it next week on the podcast i have a really cool guest but first i want to tell you about an event i'm doing i'm going to be doing a live podcast episode at my favorite coffee shop here in new york it's in brooklyn in williamsburg it's called the end it's the home of the unicorn latte and the mermaid latte and the amethyst latte and the cbd latte that's my favorite and it's so adorable and I love it and it's really fun there and I'm actually having the founder of The End, Maddie, on the podcast and she's also the founder of the Montauk Juice Company and I think it's just going to be a really fun time. It's going to start, it's on August 24th, it starts at 6.30pm so if you come at that time you can hang out for a half an hour. They're going to be selling my book there so I'll sign books, I'll hang out. We'll all hang out together, we'll talk, we'll hug, we'll drink lattes, and then at 7, they close, but you can stay because you're there for the live podcast episode. I'll be recording a live episode, and we'll we'll be doing live Q&A for me and for the guest, and it's just going to be a really fun time. I'm very much looking forward to it. So if you can come on the 24th of August, I can't wait to meet you. Info will be in the show notes. It's free. There's no ticket or anything like that. It's just a fun listener meetup, and it's a time to record a podcast and have a live audience, which I think will be really fun. And if it's fun, I want to keep doing it more and more and more. All right. Next week on the podcast. Oh, I'm going to talk about the sponsors really quick first, and then I'm going to tell you. FreshBooks. We love FreshBooks. It is the way to stay on top of your 
Accounting. It's the best online cloud accounting service out there. I love it. It's beautiful. You can personalize your page. You can add your logo. You can look super legit to your clients. If you're a freelancer, you'll love it. If you're not a freelancer, you can still use it to track your expenses and stay on top of things for tax season. So if you go to freshbooks.com slash let it out, that's freshbooks.com slash let it out and enter let it out in the how did you hear about us section, you can actually get a 30-day free unrestricted trial that lets you try it and see what you think of it completely with no strings attached for 30 days. So I'm like, you know, you might as well do that. It supports the podcast A and B, it's not even going to cost you anything and you can really check it out and see if it's right for you or not. Also want to thank our other sponsor this week, which is Nudu. Nudu is a natural skincare company that I love. Amanda also loves the producer of this podcast. You can tell when you put these products on your skin that they actually are legit. They use natural ingredients, which we love. We're big fans of the eye cream in this family, and I think you guys will like it too. You can get 20% off your order. Use the code LETITOUT at checkout. And again, there's a 60-day, 100% money-back guarantee. So if you hate it, you're not going to have to pay for it. So you might as well try it. Again, thank you so much, Nudu. That's N-U-D-U.com. And enter the code Let It Out to get your discount for both of our sponsors this week. The links to the sponsors are in the show notes. Also in the show notes, there's a link to the listener Facebook group where you can find out more about the events I'm doing, about, you know, just whatever's going on in my life. <laughs> I post it there, but usually I'm posting it on Instagram first. So If you're worried about me, you just want to see how I'm doing, you want to see that I'm alive, that's what my mom does. If she doesn't see me Insta-storing for a while, she texts me several times, probably calls me several times too. She thinks I'm dead. So if you're ever worried about me, Instagram's the place to go. I'm at Katie Dalebout. I'm also that on Twitter. If you're still listening to my ramblings right now, send me the TV. I don't know why, but it's the first thing that came to mind. I watched a lot of TV this weekend. I finished season two of Master of None, which was amazing. We'll talk about that later, but it was so good. Anyway, send me the TV emoji if you're still listening. I don't know why it just came to mind. So um, send me that and send that to Angie. I could do something more on brand for this week, more topical, but the TV came to mind first. So that's what we're doing next week on the podcast. The moment you've been waiting for. Dr. Samantha Boardman is the guest. I recorded it at her office uptown in Manhattan a couple weeks ago, and it was the most lovely experience of recording a podcast of my life. It's a really long episode, so brace yourselves. She's lovely. Her publicist was lovely and beautiful. Her team I got to meet while I was there for Positive Prescription, which you'll learn more about. They were lovely. I got to drink a fancy water and kick back and get comfortable and have a great deep conversation with this amazing person and therapist, which you'll hear next week. All right. I love you guys. Uh, Talk to you then. Bye. Oh, you can always leave a review on iTunes if you really want to be nice. That'd be cool. Okay. never mind. I mean, I still stand by what I just said about the review, but I'm going to hang up now. Love you. Bye. Mm -hmm.